You've got a higher entry now, you've got the right to pop. Your drinks are complimentary now and your records are in charity shops. Hello, I'm Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is Tracks. You alright mate? Hello there. How's it going? Pretty good, thanks. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you. Nice. Catch you unusually on a Saturday afternoon we're sat here recording. Yeah. How's it feel? I'm alright actually. Yeah? I had a bit of a shaky morning. <laughs> shaky in what sense? Just um a bit headachey. Uh yeah, just waking up in town. In town. Not in the street. <laughs> in the gutter. Not in the gutter. So I found you. Had to yeah. fish you out. It was <laughs> a terrible scene. Hang on. <laughs> I just need to lick this packet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, um, no, just yeah, quite a, not a heavy night last night. It was reasonably chilled. Just spent some time with a mate. Yeah, had some beers, indoors beers, indoors beers. Yeah, yeah. They, they haven't got any money, and I was thinking, is there really any difference than getting a couple of beers and sitting indoors somewhere than going to the pub and spending probably more money? Yeah, on sitting with more people. I think sometimes, as Morrissey would say, I want to see people and I want to see life. But other times, I agree, I think just like having that little quality time with a mate, especially if it's not in your house. I find it less yeah. enjoyable if it's in my house. I feel like, oh, this isn't much of an occasion. But if you've like gone around someone else's and you have a few drinks there, I, I sometimes prefer that over a, over a pub. I do. I think there's that, we were talking yesterday about this thing of like, so there are just days where you just can't handle certain things. Yeah. You don't want to be around people or whatever. You might not even realise that until you go out and you're like, yeah, it's one of them days, I'm just not feeling this. Yeah. And then some days you'll be really into it. Yeah. And I have no I control totally over those days. Seasonal as well, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just guessing. I, I assume Maybe. that like as winter draws in a little bit, I can be less asked to do anything. Yeah, I feel like summer, <laughs> I'm more into like being around with people, Woo! getting the buzz. Party. Whereas with the winter, I would rather just keep it close-knit Yeah. and uh, comfy. Yeah, definitely close comfy. Close-knit and comfy. Yeah, so it was a good, a good close-knit, and that's quite hard to say, a good close-knit and comfy night. A good, close-knit and comfy night. Yeah, that's my name for my new album. <laughs> close-knit and comfy. Folk, isn't it? That would be yeah. folk, wouldn't it? Yeah. Close-knit and comfy. Yeah, or your new clothing brand. Yeah, knitted wear. Yeah, comfy knitted Ironically, wear. very uncomfortable. <laughs> You're in a knitted jumper right now. Is that uncomfortable? No, this is nice. Just if I were to make this, it would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> Like you've already assumed that your clothing brand is bad. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I've had a few days off as well, so it's just been quite a chilled one, actually. Nothing yeah. really much to come and tell you about. Nice. But uh, maybe you could enlighten us a little bit. There's not much to enlighten you on, really. As, no. uh, as you know, it hasn't been that long since we last recorded, so no. played a bit of football, hung out a little bit. Football was good. Football was good. Less four that, on but... four. Four and four, knackering, isn't it? Yeah, I was so tired by the end of it. There was a moment, I think it was only about 20 minutes in, where I just put my head down, <laughs> like, hands on my knees, just like, I really need to figure something out. Yeah. Because, like, everyone looked knackered, to be fair, even the fit, fitter-looking people. Yeah. Everyone looked exhausted. So it kind of makes you feel better. 
and then you have a little stint in goal and suddenly you can dart around again for yeah. a little bit um, but I really enjoyed that I did too although I feel like I slightly sort of not quite discovered a cheat to the game oh. but like basically on four on four if you just man mark one person the other team can't do anything so basically every time you had your team had the ball I would just follow the person closest to me everywhere they went and it kind of killed your team's play a little bit which was quite negative of me but what can yeah, I say but Mourinho man I scored some lovely goals did you see my little Thierry Henry finish yeah he did have a couple of nice finishes you beat me once at the near post as well I think when I was in goal oh were you in goal that time yeah, yeah and it that got was like, a acute angle wasn't it, it got stuck in the little stanchion thing in the corner oh, I couldn't get it out sexy <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, and I pinged one at your head and you ducked. Yeah, that was horrible. Because <laughs> I, I, I put my arms up to save it and yeah. then I thought, I said, is that in? They went, yeah. I was like, how short am I? <laughs> like, I must have really ducked down because yeah. the, the goal was only probably six foot high. Six and a yeah, half. Yeah, you can very, foot. very easily touch the crossbar. Like Basically, if I wanted to, I yeah. could have easily saved that. Yeah, but you I definitely just, ducked. Yeah. I did catch it nicely, though, to be fair to myself. <laughs> So that's that's literally all we can talk about this week. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's nothing um, happening. Yeah, apart from that, I went out Brexit. with uh, former guest Ben Brooks oh, yeah. yesterday. Did you talk about Brexit just then briefly? I just said it's been on the forefront of people's minds. This, oh, it's been a busy week. old week, hasn't it? I've yeah. been absolutely glued to uh, BBC Parliament. Oh, right. Like I watched the full three and a half hour May interrogation from all sides of the Commons. But you it was that. Oh, it was brilliant. You're getting off to it. Uh, I was. <laughs> Come on, ask him more questions. Um, yeah, it was really good. Um, but we don't want to get too into that. Um, no. People's vote, maybe. How do you feel about that? I would look forward to voting. Yeah. Leave, leave, leave. <laughs> Hopefully the results won't come in when we're at Glastonbury this time, as they oh. did last time. That would be good, though, if it was out, if it was uh, in, yeah. and uh, you said you're at Glastonbury then. Yeah, that would be good. But This it... will go on forever, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's never, ever going to end. It's, it's almost like it was all a bad idea in the first place. <laughs> um, anyway, as it's a Saturday afternoon, and we are, as you said, Harry, in the centre of Brighton, back in the <laughs> studio once more, for the first time since, do you reckon, Great Escape? Great Escape, I think, yeah. We had a... I remembered after I said that to you earlier, when you were wondering the last time you were here... We did have that slightly strange night when the neighbours from over the road joined us and we sat on a little chair. Yeah, was that with a guest? That was, was with, with Lizzie. It w- yeah, it wasn't, we weren't recording that night. That was oh, just a right. random Friday night. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. did. That was fun. Yeah, so I think that was the last time you were actually here. Yeah, no, it was. Um, the echo room, the echo chamber. I- yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry about the sound quality this week, listeners. Nothing we can do about it's it. It's not that bad. It's just, I guess, compared to our room, Yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's a different... Different vibe. Um, but the thing is, we're going to do something slightly different this week because as we're in the centre of Brighton on a Saturday afternoon, there's really only one thing to do, and that is go shopping. Yay. Do you like shopping? Big Christmas shopping. I don't really like shopping now. I'd rather buy things online and then get them and realise they're not what I want and then just leave them in a box somewhere. See, that's, um, that's what I like. I do, I do like the online shopping experience but I get so irritated if something turns up and it's not right it just I do too but I, I never chase it up <laughs> you just I keep just, it I'd rather that than go in and try something on and it doesn't fit or something or yeah or like just uh, it depends what I'm shopping for something like I like Christmas shopping actually because yeah. I go out knowing what I want that's what I like. like I'm not a browser particularly no. 
uh, you know, people who will just, just go down the shops. I, you end up buying something you didn't need yeah. or want. I like to, if I've got something in my head that I want, I enjoy the experience of like going out, getting it, trying it on, like it, bring it home, all that, love it. But mm. just wandering around aimlessly thinking, do I want this? Do I like this? No. It's not for me. Not for me. But today, that is almost exactly what we're going to do, despite the fact that we don't like it. <laughs> yeah. um, we're setting ourselves a little challenge. We're going to head out into Brighton with a budget, aren't we? Yeah. What's the budget? You asked me a bad time, I'm yawning. <laughs> um, five English pounds. Five English pounds, which is the equivalent of about half a euro now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 12 cents in America. Because um, it's plummeted. Good old Brexit. Um, so we're going to go out with five pounds and we're going to try and buy as much good music as we can for that. Or three good songs, four good songs. Aim for like, well, I guess it depends if it fits in your budget and you found yeah. four, you go with four. If you if you have to, yeah. three minimum, I think. Yep. Otherwise you buy one CD. Yep. <laughs> and as it's already got quite late, we're going to have about an hour time limit on this yep. to get what we can. So that's quite tight. And um, are we going? Are we going to go together, or are we going to go solo? I don't like the idea of solo, just because I hate being on my own. But I think it, you can go to the same shop. Yeah, but you can't. I think you kind of want together. We want an unveil. I think at the end, that's my yeah. Gut feeling. So everything's secret, but you're allowed to go into the same shop. Okay. Well, in the <laughs> interests of uh, keeping this quick, this beginning bit, and giving ourselves maximum shopping time, we should probably. Wrap up and head out. Let's do it. Okay. Wrap up warm. Uh, on the other side of this, I assume, little bit of music or something, listeners, yeah. you're going to hear us. We'll be back soon. Goodies. See you in a minute. In a bit. again mate hello we're back we're back indeed how did you find that last hour that was uh quite chilled wasn't it <laughs> it was so easy i really thought that was gonna be uh, a a challenge on the budget and yeah. be a challenge on the time scale we'd set each other both yeah. turned out to be quite a pile of piss <laughs> <laughs> yeah five pounds like in, in brighton uh for especially in you know, little charity shops and stuff yeah very doable when yeah. it comes to things like CDs incredibly and... we've got a lot <laughs> we've got a lot to listen yeah. to play for you listeners. but I think we've got some quality that's the issue yeah. isn't it I mean we could anyone can go out with five quid and pick up some yeah. some tracks but not everyone has the taste that we have <laughs> exactly um, yeah it was fun though I found that cassettes were really out of price range yeah which is mad yeah CD and vinyl fine very accessible you're talking about a pound, 50p, something like that. But cassettes were all like three or four pounds. Mm. I think it's, I genuinely think it's because everyone knows that we will play CDs and vinyl still, but no one really plays cassettes because they're kind of still seen as overly retro. Yeah. So it's almost like you're buying into something that's going to come back at some point, yeah. which I really don't think it And anyone be. who is buying a cassette is buying it. Like because they're like a collector, whereas CD and vinyl people are still sort of picking up. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that they're buying a cassette because they're a cunt. <laughs> I mean, I did also mean that, but 
<laughs> I think it's given him being a cassette collector. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so I believe you got seven picks. I got seven, yeah. I got six. Um, and I actually reached my £5 budget, so I was four ninety nine at the end. Oh, yeah. We should say that I came in at... £4.60. I got slightly mugged off because in the first charity shop we went in, shout out Oxfam, I had to buy a carrier bag. What was Uh, that? And that was 10p, which meant that Mm. my final 50p block was eaten into and I couldn't couldn't use that final 40p. I I would have let you not use that in the... But I would have had to get cash out then. Yeah, that's not fun, is it? More cash. It... It was it was a sacrifice worth well, worth making. To be fair, yeah, it is because you know they asked me if I want a bag. I said no, yeah, because uh, I knew that it wouldn't work with the budget. Yeah, but then they gave you a free one, and it's they way better than one, the yeah. one I paid for. One, it's much bigger. Two, it's really cool. It's like pink and blue. Tracks colours, funnily enough. Yeah, I know. Um, they know. Yeah, <laughs> and it just looks cool. I like it. Yeah, well done, Snoopers Paradise. Yeah. So we should say we only went to two shops. <laughs> yeah, Oxfam and Snoopers Paradise. If you yeah. know Brighton, you know them. I mean, Snoopers Paradise is essentially ten shops in one. It's it's mad, isn't it's, it? I mean, how can we describe it to people who don't know this place? I, imagine, I mean, it really is like walking into a, a home of a hoarder. Yeah. And every little section is just different bits of what looks like tat, but is and gold is to tat. and is tat <laughs> on the most part. But for some people, it's yeah. an absolute gem. Yeah, it's kind of like a massive sort of it's like an- a museum almost. Yeah, but like, yeah, exactly. Antiques museum, sort of like thrift store, car boot sale museum, all kind of rolled into one. Yeah, always there. You enter through like a wooden turnstile thing, um, and it only gets more bizarre on the other side. There's everything. There's some really really cool like modern stuff in there yeah. as well. Um, they, they, they've actually got loads of new records in there as well yeah. Un, like new and sealed yeah which um, is quite good yeah but they were way way out of our price range oh, yeah, like we saw some quid. pretty cool stuff like there was a Who record which was 60 odd pounds yeah but I really liked the sleeve like original of that. press or something yeah I like to think that they're doing quite well because they've been there my whole life so they've managed to stay open. I think it's almost a tourist attraction. Like yeah. when when you see the Busy, list of it? like things to do to Brighton in Brighton to Brighton, <laughs> um, it's one of the ones that people are always going to tick off. So listeners, snoop yeah, paradise. exactly. So if you've never been here, always go to Snoop's Paradise when you make your first visit and yeah. come say hello to us. We'd yeah. like that. We'll be in there too. Yeah, exactly. Looking for fifty p CDs. <laughs> Speaking of which, Harry, can you give us? Your first, because we've got quite a lot of music to get through now. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's get through them. Um, so my first one is from. So it's actually my most expensive. Was it? At least in the first haul. Okay. So I picked up two CDs in Oxfam. Yep. Uh, I could have picked loads. There was actually loads of really good yeah, stuff it was in good, there. There was like good the M- an Eminem one, but yeah. you know we played a chat the other day. Just thought you know, let's, let's keep it a bit different. Um, but I've got Moby's eighteen. Nice. Uh, I believe from 2002, if I read the spine correctly. Quite a funny little... I mean, this might be a classic cover, actually. I'm not really... I've got very vague memories of that cover. Yeah. I feel like my mum might have had this record. I feel like my dad might have had this record. Yeah. Well, my mum and dad. Um, Front cover. I mean, I might be explaining (laughs) to somebody or something. Most Um, people aren't going to know this, I reckon. Little old uh, Moby on the front, smiling with a space helmet. And on the back, frowning with a space helmet. Interesting. <laughs> when you do situation. exactly what you're doing now and almost make a flip book of it, 
it creates quite a funny animation. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, I could be here for, for days on end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout so out movies was, for that. Yeah, sh- cheers. Cheers, mobs. <laughs> um, so this was 99p, um, and I guess I'll play a track from it, but I'm going to ask you to name a number between 1 and 18. Interesting. So he's called 18 and there's 18 tracks. 18 I'm tracks. assuming he wasn't 18 when he made it, a la Adele. Oh, I really doubt it. But I thought, oh shit, I've picked up his new album. Yeah. thought, like, maybe 2018 or something. Oh. For 99p, I was, that was a steal. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's an old classic. And you look at some of the songs on there, yeah, of course. Um, but number 1 to 18, come on. Okay, I'll go for number 14. Number 14, my lucky number. Thank you very much. <laughs> so we're going to play to kick us off yep. is At Least We Tried. Nice. Because <laughs> at least we tried <laughs> exactly. to pick some good music today. Fitting. <laughs>
there we go with a fairly mellow opening to the show that was uh, Moby with at least we tried uh, Tim what are you bringing to us well as we started mellow I guess I'll choose one that's going to crank it up a little bit um, nice one. when we were going out I was expecting most of what I found to be kind of old yeah um, I was thinking like 90s being the most modern I was going to find but I did that actually wasn't the case particularly in Oxfam quite modern stuff in there I guess I guess there's a lot of people who even up to like a decade ago were buying CDs and suddenly now are just thinking I've got no use for this whatsoever Um, so clearing it out one of the things I got there for 50p this was nice was Them Crooked Vultures oh wow uh, it's a super group for people who don't know that was made up of Dave Grohl Josh Homme and John Paul Jones who is the bassist from Led Zeppelin Mm. Um, they I remember them playing at uh, Reading one summer when I was there um, and there being a huge huge buzz about it because obviously that's kind of when they kind of first started yeah they were yeah. doing a secret set um, and someone had seen Dave Grohl at like the side of side of the stage watching someone else and then like the hype was oh my god they're gonna play um, and I was like right at the back of the enemy tent watching them um, and they were really really great they were not they weren't they were quite a short lived band I think yeah. um, but in their moment there was a lot of hype around them. Uh, and that, that assortment of musicians you can't really beat. The artwork on this also makes me laugh because it's very... Yeah, I think it came out in 2009. And is it, it the looks, elephant head? It looks very oh, 2009. It? It's sort of a yeah eagle on top of a suited man. Yeah, um, it does. All the sort of silhouettes of birds on there. All red, white the colours. Um, yeah, it just looks... Looks like something vaccines would come up with it or yeah, something like that. Yeah, just quite dated. Like, vector art was very much in at the time. Lots of silhouettes, a bit Banksy. Mm. Um, yeah. Vector art. Not really my style, but no. of the moment. Um, and not, the... not a bad design, though, is it? It's, it's, no. it's still tasteful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and i don't really know this record that well no <laughs> but i was just excited to see them so i'm probably going to ask you to do the same thing okay good. um so i'm going to give you the numbers one through to 13 Ho-ho. and i'd like you to pick one off of there i'm going to go with number six number six nice it's called scumbag blues yeah yeah <laughs> let's have a little listen and see if it's any good
So you have it that was them crooked vultures with scumbag blues. Very okay. high pitched vocals there from Josh Hum. Yeah. Kicking in. Um, but I liked it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I can't remember the songs I remember of theirs, but I definitely do remember them because I remember it was when I was kind of get, trying to get into Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. And then this kind of came about because I came to them quite late. Yeah. No, I never really jumped on board with any of that stuff, to be honest. Um, I've always kind of appreciated pretty much everything Josh Holm's done from a distance. Mm. I've n- none of his bands I've ever had, like, even a little period where I was like, I'm really into yeah. Queens of Stone Age or whatever it is. You're just like, I like what they do, I respect what they do, let yeah. them do it, and I'll do my own thing. Yeah. It's all, yeah, just a little bit too kind of American rock yeah. for me. Yeah, totally. But very he, talented people. When he got his hands on Arctic Monkeys, he brought that American rock stuff in, didn't he? Yeah, but that was cool. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Not that American rock isn't, I should say. Uh, That's before what you I, said. Before I keep digging a hole, Harry, can we have your next one? Yeah, next one. We're just going to keep this, um, you know, words for things. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stay with my Oxfam, Oxfam pick, my second and last Oxfam pick. You're going to go chronological. Chronological, that's what I meant. Yes. Um, so, I found a <laughs> an album which I think is from 2001. Okay. So, firstly, I'm like, yeah. To be honest, it, it's you, I think a lot of the tracks on here are actually ones that we at least were maybe going to play in that uh, last episode. The mid-noughties before. Episode. Yeah. Um, but I found a, a, a compilation CD, which is... Yeah. They were really popular, aren't they? I yeah. don't know if they're really doing them anymore. I don't even know if Now's still going. Now I is, it is still going. I think it just hit Now 100. Interesting. I never understood their numbering system. This is... It's funny, because I've had this conversation with someone else not that long ago, who was convinced that the numbering system was, like, the year... Like it, it, FIFA or something like that, but it's very much it's not. It can't be. The numbering system's very simple. It just goes up. Because <laughs> I had like now forty-eight or seventy. I think there's maybe or... two a year. There must right. be more than that if you for you to have had now forty. Well, I don't. Maybe it was twenty something or seventeen. I, I literally have no idea anymore. I remember not that long ago there being a picture of um, the Arsenal team getting on their team bus, and like on the dashboard there was yeah. um, now ninety-six. Right. And people were joking that it was Arsene Wenger uh, reliving the glory years. But it just, there was just last year's now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it wasn't just him. Definitely like... not years then. Um, this is called Street Vibes 8. I like the sound of it already. I'll show you the front cover of this. Um, because the, when, I look, when you look at it, you think that's of the time. That looks very much okay. the case. Um, but then really... It's not really anything to do with like what the album is or what their. I mean that is yeah that is so of the time. It looks like maybe Richard Blackwood might have made yeah. the selection for this. Also looks oddly like just a blank CD. Yeah, <laughs> you know when you just get like the CDRs that you yeah could... yeah it does actually <laughs> just like <laughs> SVA yeah. just a brand name yeah. Um, but, but it I also, like it. I'm just thinking, it's like street vibes, but those are just some like high rise blocks that yeah. it looks like somewhere in London with yeah. just like as a businessman in suits. Yeah, that's the streets of Canary Wharf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere, nowhere urban or There's anything. There's no grime to it. No, not at all. What does it say? The smoothest, sharpest sounds on the front. Uh, over 40 of the smoothest, sharpest sounds. Th- those Smooth and sharp <laughs> those together. Don't go together. <laughs> the coolest and coolest. 
tracks. <laughs> the cleanest, dirty tracks. Um, there are so many bangers on this from Blues All Rise. Nice. Uh, Lil Bow Wow with Bow Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I'm going to read a few more. Uh, Faithless, We Come One. Sticky, Feetmus, Dynamite, Boo. <laughs> um, and then you got the, you know how um, in these kind of things, the right side is the more kind of um, alternative. Yeah. And the left is always. always the, so the, I mean, you've got Usher, You Remind Me, Destiny's Child, Bootalicious, Wycliffe Jean, John, <laughs> Wycliffe Jeans, <laughs> Perfect Gentleman, uh, Missy Elliott. I mean, it just, they're like the, the number ones at those times, I guess. But I saw um, Paul Oakenfell presents Africa Bombata and the Soul Sonic Force with Planet Rock. And I was like, oh, I'm getting that on. That sounds good. Um, Do you know the song? Yeah. Oh, I don't. That, oh, really? Well, I don't know. I, I know Africa Bombata, but although obviously he ended up being yeah. uh, surrounded in a lot of controversy. But, <laughs> and I know Paul Oakenfell, obviously, but I don't think I know this song, no. Yeah, I think I've... I heard this one at work. Someone might have played it at work or something. Okay, But nice. uh, there's so many I could have played on here, but I just saw that and I thought, yeah, why not? Uh, so here we go. Perfect.
there we go. Now we're all woken up. <laughs> um, I liked that. That was so of the era. Yeah, it right. was unbelievable. It just reminds me of like Ali G. Yeah. And I think the original of that track was in that. Yeah. Um, Although yeah. I, kept, I kept feeling like it was going to turn into pump up the jam. Yeah. Like, it just never did. But I thought the CD player was going to blow up. <laughs> yeah, we actually played that on CD. Yeah. Um, There's a... I think that's the first time we played any physical form of music while recording tracks ever. Yeah. Which is quite something considering we're at 121 episodes. 2018, eh? Yeah. The CDs are on their way back. <laughs> um, what, what have you got next? Uh, so we've got mostly new stuff so far. So mm. I'm going to go to one of my older ones just to kind of mix it up a little bit. For you, our lovely listeners. Um, my first one up is a little single vinyl and it's by the one and only paul mccartney oh nice for one english pound i managed to get uh, a single recorded live in glasgow nice so i don't know if we're actually gonna be able to play the live in glasgow version of this you might just have to settle for the um version we that is oh, recorded <laughs> yeah um but it's from uh, mccartney 2 which is a record that we we touched on recently, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and I keep going back to his early stuff ever since then. Um, because it's, it is just so great. I know I said yeah. it at the time, but I'll say it again. Uh, early Paul McCartney work, solo stuff, doesn't get talked about anywhere near enough. No. It's Beatles with kind of a new edge. It's really, really cool. I had a little trawl through some stuff when I was doing the editing for that episode. So looked for that song yeah ended up going through quite a few yeah really enjoying them so good um so this is the a side is coming up and the b side is lunchbox slash odd socks you gotta play that one we're going for lunchbox odd socks that one actually isn't live that okay that is just a studio version why they've only got one live track i'm not quite sure Um, lunchbox odd socks come on then yeah, I like the I like that he's thought those those that's a good rhyme and he spelt socks with an X. Oh, edgy, <laughs> edgy for that era. Ooh. yeah, really playing with the language. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he just lived in Box Boxton Boston at the time. I reckon he was writing because with B C O S at that time. Yeah, B- C O Z even <laughs> because <laughs> because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Cool, so let's have a little listen to uh, Paul McCartney with Lunchbox Odd Socks.
Well, there you go. We seem to have gone with a very rare little gem there, which is an, a fully instrumental Paul McCartney track. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever heard one of those before. No. I was just watching a video, and it was just him in this room, just kind of people just hitting everything, every <laughs> instrument they can find. <laughs> that was decent. I liked it. Yeah. It's a good little find, isn't it? Yeah, and I like the fact that um, he was obviously playing around with stuff at the time. I can't imagine that was very typical. No. But he just thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm a Beatle. Lunchbox. Odd socks. <laughs> <laughs> this is an odd one. And I'm having my lunch. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Little hidden gem. You're up next, Harry. I'm up next. And uh, I'm going to play this track for... Okay, so I found what feels like a reasonably new... EP here it's uh I can't find a year on it but it's um <laughs> so it's from 1989 and it just feels quite new which makes me think somebody bought it and never played it <laughs> <laughs> because of what it was now I only I can't even get the the, the final back in um this is annoying You're struggling quite, quite a lot, a lot <laughs> I bought So I got this one This was a I think 50p No this was a pound You've gone, you've gone big on this one I've gone big on this one I don't, I, I'm almost regretting it. I was going to play it last Because it was my yeah. kind of <laughs> I'm not getting this <laughs> I'm not getting this back in um, I'm, I was going to play it last Because I thought Oh this is the one Where I have yeah. no idea What this is going to be But I'm just going to get it Out of the way now Because okay, it, it could be bad It's um <laughs> That's What I Like by Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers. None of those words tell me this is going to be bad. No, that's what I thought. But I did get a little glimpse of another track of theirs and I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) So... um, I have no idea what this is going to be. I mean, the sleeve... It It looks almost racist. Yeah. It's, It's not. I mean, it's basically a rabbit... In like kind of, he's on like kind of a what's that boat called? Like a long boat, like a long thing. boat thing, in, almost Viking kind of boat. Yeah, um, like on an just coming away from an island with a a boat of five happy looking, um, Hawaiian men maybe. Yeah, in very much traditional, stereotypical dress. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> they're doing the manual work while the bunny is saying, come on, everybody, snapping his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's jiving, they're working hard. So I have no idea where this is going to go, but why don't we give this a listen if yeah. I can find it, and uh, and then one day I'll eventually get this vinyl back in. <laughs> you still can't. I might have to end up throwing it soon <laughs> if, it, if it is a bit much. Um, but yeah, that's this is. Uh, well, actually, it's that's what I like or pretty blue eyes. Uh, let's go for that's what I like. Yeah, the, the title track. track. Okay, cool. This is that's what I like by Jive Bunny and the Master Mixes. <laughs>
Right, there we go. <laughs> Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers. Less racist than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that really went everywhere, didn't it? Just a, mi- just a mix, really, wasn't it? Yeah. The first bit really made me laugh when I was <laughs> yeah. thinking, I wonder if I'm going to know this. And then... Jeez, what is this? Amazing. Looking at the comments on YouTube, it seems like very popular in Mexico. Really? Yeah. Um, They've got funny music taste over there. It's always it's... the things you don't expect. Absolutely. Um, maybe this is something worth kind of looking into to see if this is like a cult classic thing yeah. that we have no idea. Just feel of that as well. Feel of that. It just feels very new. Yeah, it feels it? like fresh, fresh. Completely fresh. Out the kitchen. That could be like, imagine if that's like actually secretly worth loads of money. Yeah, because it's like a. I'm going to keep hold of that one. Definitely. <laughs> Return on my investment. Um, so that was that. That was that. <laughs> that nice. <was> that. <laughs> Uh, Tim, what's up next? Uh, next is one that I'm actually genuinely quite excited to own. Um, and I think you're going to be quite excited by it too. Okay. We've definitely played it on the show before, so apologies. I know we don't always like to double up, but I saw it and I just couldn't not buy it because of the the case it's in, the artwork, the everything. It was 50p from Snoopers Paradise, and it is... Elvis versus JXL nice. with a little less conversation and it's the Scorpion version and I've had that from the Nike advert the famous Nike advert and it really is taking me back the disc looks like the silver ball the- I've, I've owned this CD <laughs> so that's great yeah the, it's like the ball 30 number one look for Elvis 30 number one hits don't know what that's about. 50p. What an absolute steal. Yeah. As featured in the Nike football ad. Yeah. So for for listeners who maybe aren't into football or are from a country where that advert didn't air, what are we talking about here, Harry? Uh, we're talking about a Nike ad that was kind of the biggest thing ever at the time. So yeah. it was a lot of players from around the world, the biggest and the best. Yeah. Ronaldinho, Figo... Roberto Carlos, Thierry Henry, Vieira, a yeah. number of people, Del Piero. Um, and it was kind of, they were playing a cage and Eric Cantona would drop the ball down yeah. and it was like a little tor- tournament, but it yeah. was just a Nike advert and they played with a big, like a silver ball that you could actually Reflective buy. Reflective silver, wasn't it? I think well, me and Jack had that yeah, as well. Yeah, I had one too. Um, and then it was a Elvis Presley, a little less conversation, remixed by JXL. And uh, it was just absolutely brilliant. It's one of those, like, completely standout, iconic uh, songs and moments from my childhood. Like, being fully, fully obsessed with. Um, And it was everywhere. It really took over, certainly within my peer group and within my Mm. little world at the time. What year was it? Um, I'm going to say 2002. 2002 is it spot on so yeah within my world then there was nothing bigger than this track um so i am actually going to treasure owning that that's going to stay very much in my collection um and it's going to take me back to happy memories uh it's got three uh different tracks on here so we've got elvis versus jxl radio edit remix Mm. uh so i imagine that's the one we're going to play that's three minutes 30 long 
Yeah. Because then there's Elvis versus JXL 12 inch extended remix. That's 607. I think that might be pushing people's patience. Okay. And then coming in at 1 minute 39, there's just Elvis Presley with a little less conversation. Really? Yeah. I like That's that they nice. yeah. I like that they put the proper original on there as well. Um, but we're going to play the real version. Yeah. For us the real version. The yeah. one from the Nike advert. Here it is. That was Elvis versus JXL with a little less conversation. Harry, what's next? 
so I've just realised I've still got quite a few to go. Through. <laughs> I've got so many. So I'm I'm gonna just do a quick one here, speed it up a little bit. Okay, do it. But I have managed to find a bit of a, a goldie. Um, it's in that same cover as you had. I was worried that we got the same one. It's just kind of like a cardboard thing. Yeah, with this what my yellow uh, Paul McCartney one was in. Yeah. Um, so this is from 2000. It says. Uh, written in pen though, so who <laughs> um, And it's Bee Gees Ooh. with "How Deep Is Your Love" and "Can't Keep a Good Man Down." That is a real classic pairing. Yeah, I mean, I never thought I would buy a Bee Gees record, but this is a fairly good nick. I was going to say really good, and then I saw lots and lots of marks and possibly mold. <laughs> uh, These are the downfalls to buying secondhand music from a for, yeah. Fortunately. Shop. You know, I'll, I'll get these home and give them a go, but I guess luckily we're, you know, we haven't got to play these live anywhere yeah. or anything, because <laughs> always check uh, when you buy these things, especially when it's 50p yeah. for that. Um, <laughs> but let's let's play How Deep Is Your Love. Just, why, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah, exactly. Here it is.
go. BGs. Uh, how deep is your love? Tim. Very deep. Oh. Mm. Oh, look at depth. <laughs> uh, what's up next? Uh, well, like you, I also bought a compilation on my travels. I went for Kiss Smooth Grooves 2001. Oh, it's Yeah, very much same kind of era, similar ilk. Um, and artists that feature on this include Craig David, mm. Cisco, mm. Mr. Cow, Della Soul, Jennifer mm. Lopez, uh, So Solid Crew featuring Romeo, Lisa Mafia, and Mega Man, oh, Artful yeah. Dodger, uh, Fatboy Slim featuring Macy Gray. The list goes on. It's full of classics, but the tune that really jumped out to me on here and I really like and really want to play is Destiny's Child with jumping jumping nice I don't think a huge amount of build up is really needed for that track it's just a bona fide classic um, and in terms of artwork there's really not much to talk about here because if you open that up it's quite spectacularly stark <laughs> the front cover is odd but yeah this looks like somebody couldn't really be asked to design it <laughs> yeah basically there's like a very close-up picture of someone in very early noughties glasses. Very cool. She looks a bit like Mary J. Blige, but I don't think she is Mary J. Blige. It, would um, say, it should say. And then it's just plain black inside. <laughs> yeah, it's, I can't get the stuff out. Interesting. It's so weird having a CD and just... I feel like this is something that I used to do so much, and then it just ended without me knowing. Yeah. Like getting all the... Lo- things out the, the artwork sides. and stuff like that and flicking through the little book and all the you know looking at the lyrics which you might have never be, you've never been able to google if you're wondering about them all that stuff it's got but, radio information in here which uh, what to tune into who does what nights nice um, so you've got 10pm uh, to 12am the firing squad they were good uh, I remember them well uh, how else have you got on there swerve shorty blitz big ted <laughs> Um, still no idea who it is on here. Kiss recommends. Got some label information. <laughs> some other things of theirs. Kiss garage. Yeah, this is great. Art direction. Photographer model is Maureen. Oh, good uh, old Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Maureen. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's everyone remembers Maureen. <laughs> oh, Maureen from Kiss. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, it's. It's very much of the era, and this is still a great, great tune. Also, everyone listening, I have some art right. Listen to this. Does this not take you back? <laughs> Wrong channel. Um, yeah, but yeah, nice, nice pick. Nice, thank you. Uh, let's play it. This is Destiny's Child. Jump in, jump in. Oh, God. 
she ain't coming tonight, you going solo Cut her off if she talks some noise, you know you Got the right to get your party on, so get your hair cut And your car washed too, looking like a star You're on mine, it's suit, you need to look your best Cause you're turning heads tonight, you're gonna Find a sexy chick out that's gonna dance all night Destiny's Child there. Harry, you're up next. I believe you've only got two left? One left? Uh, no, three left. Three left? Yeah. Bloody got, hell. Got a big one over there. <laughs> um, two big ones, actually. So I there was a point when I was flicking through the 50p bin. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of looking at labels. Yeah. Um, so I saw RCA and I was kind of picking out these ones. Just because I knew that there's going to be something good yeah. in there. RCA just looks cool, doesn't it? It does. The, it does honestly. look cool. Um. I'm attracted to just that logo straight away. Slick, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, yeah, no, it's sexy AF. Um, and I was also looking at Motown, mm. which I couldn't find a lot of. But then I thought, well, I saw this and I thought, right, I've got to pick this up. It's 50p, it's within budget. Yeah. Got to go with it. And it's uh, none other than Diane Ross. Wow. Diana Ross. Diane, Diane Ross, Ross is her <laughs> sister, uh, less known. Um, so the two tracks on here are My Old Piano and Where Nobody Did We Go Wrong? Me. Huh? What was the second one, sir? I was well, if you didn't speak over it, you would have heard it. <laughs> I was busy doing my Samper impression. <laughs> uh, the second one is Where Did We Go Wrong? Oh, um, I don't think I know either of those. No, ones. I don't know Where Did, where did We Go Wrong. I'm, I, have a, I had a small listen to these, I think in 1980, these... Um, so some old records um, 
yeah, no, I don't recognise either of the tracks, actually. I think um, Where Did We Go Wrong was actually made famous by somebody else, and it's a bit... I, I could be wrong, but I think it might be Rare. Okay. Because she wasn't known for the track. That's cool. Um, I'll have to look into that. I might be completely wrong, but it's something to look <laughs> into. Fact-checking Santa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm going to play my old piano, because it's just a little bit more uh, upbeat. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, we've got to have some Diana Ross in there. Perfect. Nice one. 50p. What a bargain. Jeez. Diana Ross with my old piano.
So we go Diana Ross. Uh, Tim, what is next? Is this your last pick? I've got one more after this. Okay, cool. Um, this one, I I wanted to buy one completely blind. Because we've spoken before on this show about um, how in the olden days, you didn't really get to like listen to things before you went record shopping. You'd basically have to go and see what you thought looked cool, take it home and hope that you liked it a lot of the time, yeah. I believe. Um so I thought, I'm going to get something that I just like the look of the sleeve and hope for the best. Uh, I saw you with this one. And yeah. when I did that, I picked up Gilbert Montagna. I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. Let's have a look. He's a long-haired fella, sunglasses on indoors, mm. in a very dark-looking room, playing the piano. He's got a sort of sequined or, or shiny leather jacket on. You have no idea where this is going to go either. Absolutely zero. I assume there's going to be some piano in it. Yeah. I feel he might be I French. I feel like it's going to go two ways, one of two ways. Good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks like it could be ballady or just really I mean, looking, dark. looking at the back, it's definitely French because, all the right, yeah. Gilbert Montagne est évugle de Rassanth. Il pianiste et compositeur. Stop it, stop it. You're murdering a left beautiful language. Et il chante. What's the track you're going to play? Uh... I'll go for the title track. It's called The Fool. The and Fool. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I don't really know what more to say about it. <laughs> There's other nothing than more to say. Let's listen let's and have find a go. out. <laughs> <laughs> this is Gilbert Montagna with The Fool. Thing you ask, oh, it's so cruel. Can't you see? 
that was Gilbert Montagne. <laughs> <laughs> right, picture this. So you're, you know, 15 mm-hmm. in the 19s. When was this? 70s, I think. Right. You're however old. You're a kid. You you pick this up. You learn the cover. You take it home. Yeah. You pop it on. Needle drops. No! <laughs> no! I love it! What do you What are you thinking? Um, I'm laughing, and <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking this is going to take a lot of perseverance, and that would have probably cost you quite a bit more back then. Yeah, more than the 50p I played. <laughs> it felt very flight of the concourse, didn't it? Yeah, a bit strange. The, uh, I think it might have been originally written in French and then translated to English because some of the the like lyrics in there just did not fit. No. I love you, love you! It's <laughs> <laughs> really strange. But I'm glad we've had a laugh at that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I, in a funny way, really enjoyed it. I feel a bit, like, duped by the cover, I really must say. It's not what I was expecting. Even, like, the, you know, the typefaces used to call you, you've got a bit of, like, Cooper Black there at the top. Like, it it had a vibe. And I, I must also say that I, I misread it slightly, because I did a bit of Googling while we were searching for that. Those are not sunglasses he's wearing for Gilbert Montagne is a blind man playing piano, which is very cool. So he wasn't shielding his eyes. No. Well, maybe. Who knows? Um, but he couldn't see out of them. We do know that much. Let's move on before I offend someone. Okay. Harry, have you got another pick? I do. Now, I have the only uh, like full-length LP that from both of us. Yeah. yeah. And this one was 50p. Bloody hell, what a bargain. It's an RCA, so that's the first thing I saw. I pulled it up, and I see the name Glenn Miller. So I'm thinking, oh, I've got to have this. Yes. I've, I've got to take this. There's a lot of writing on the back, and I, I won't go through it. But it's um, the whole piece is Glenn Miller plays selections from the Glenn Miller story and other hits. Glenn Miller's original recordings. So it only says his name three times on the front yeah. cover. Glenn Unless. Miller's Glenn Miller trip <laughs> tracks of the Glenn Miller era. Um, I'm going to do a similar thing with this one in that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twelve tracks. Uh, they're not numbered. That's why I had to read okay. them out myself. Um, and I want you to pick pick one because there's a lot of classics on here. Um, Can you give us the names? Okay. So I'll, I'll pick, pick me a- three numbers and I'll give you... No, give us the whole 12. Okay. <laughs> Moonlight Serenade. Sounds like an Arctic Monkeys song. Yeah. Uh, American Patrol. Pennsylvania 65,000. In the Mood. I've got a gal in Kalamazoo. <laughs> uh, Boulder Buff. Tuxedo Junction. St. Louis Blues. String of Pearls. Little Brown Jug. Farewell Blues. And King Porter Stomp. I would like that I've got a gal in... Where was it? Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. I thought you might go for that one. <laughs> Partly yeah. because as you were going through, I was thinking, I've forgotten that one. I've forgotten that one. I've forgotten that one. <laughs> what was the girl one? What about the girl in Shimmy the Move? Um, <laughs> I thought it would be good to get some Glenn Miller on here. Yeah. I mean, how often like is it. that happening on the on tracks? Nowhere near um, regularly enough. So, yeah, this is Glenn Miller on a 50p bargain with the track. I've got a gal in Kalamazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
got a gal in Kalamazoo. Don't want to boast, but I know she's a toast of Kalamazoo. Years have gone by. Her looks when I carried her books in Kalamazoo. I'm gonna send a wire hopping on a flight, leaving today. Am I dreaming? I can hear screaming. Hiya, Mr. Jackson. Everything's okay. A L A M A C O. Oh, what a For that freckle-faced kid I'm hurrying to I'm going to Michigan to see the sweetest girl In Kalamazoo Glenn Miller with I've Got a Girl in Kalamazoo. That was different. Yeah. I like, I very much enjoyed that. I, liked I can't it. wait a real, to get that at home. A step back in time. Yeah. But uh, playing that on vinyl as well, you have a lovely. You can light a candle for Stick that. a candle on, of course. <laughs> I didn't mean to do an accent for that. It just came out. I'm going to put a candle on. Maybe maybe some sherry. Yeah. Some, something something like that. Poor. A little white Russian. A little white Russian. Ooh, I see. Milky. Mm. <laughs> white Russian. Lovely, jubbly. Nice. Glenn Miller. Uh, so I believe you've got your last track for us. Yeah, this is my last one. And this is one that I used to own. And I owned this in my very, very early days of owning physical music. It might have been... I reckon it was probably my first five albums I ever bought... I remember getting a like a sort of boombox type thing for my birthday, like a big CD player, which stayed in our family a ridiculous amount of time to the point where, like by the end, the the CD was place was on the top, and it, you know the ones which have like a sort of spring action, and you press the button, it sort of pops open. By the end, it didn't shut unless you like put loads of books on top of it to keep it shut so we would have this weird kind of big spacey looking boombox that you'd have to pile books on top of to make it work mm. um, but one of the early records I owned was Robbie Williams oh, with yeah. Sing When You're Winning yes what an you album you that up yeah for 50p where is it here jeez and I've got this the little booklet out because I this is some of the booklet. best uh, album artwork ever if I had an album 
this is what I do. He's at Stamford Bridge, home of Chelsea Football Club. And it's basically just him kind of acting out a load of football stuff. Yeah. He's injured, he's a manager, he's a substitute, he's everyone, basically. But it's brilliant, it's really well done. I absolutely loved that, let's have another look. Yeah, have a little... It's been years have since I've through, through that. Here. Me too, but Even as soon as I saw it. it. Yeah. And I was always amazed that he was like all the people. Yeah. Like he was the goalkeeper, four people in the wall and the person kicking it. And for this time as well. Yeah, yeah. it's all really like... Properly, it looks authentic. There's no like dodgy Photoshop work or anything in there. It's properly good. The manager. This is mad. I love this one as well. Yeah. And it's an album full of bona fide classics. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you've got it in your hand. Would you care to reel off a few of the hits? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's actually, oh, it's the fans with their bums out as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it's quite difficult. Um, you've got Let Love Be Your Energy. You've got Better Man. Yeah. You've got Rock DJ. Oh, Ooh, hello. Uh, Supreme. The writing in this is incredibly tiny. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Singing for the Lonely, Love Called an Earth. I don't remember any of these songs. Don't you? <laughs> no. See, the one I remember very, very vividly, and I could... All I could at first get lyrically was the kind of hook at the end where it's like, one transmission on the television set, I can't do my job. And I looked it up and it turns out it's Nutsford City Limits, which is obviously a yeah. a play on Nutbush uh, City Limits, the Ike and Tina song. Um, but it's brilliant. It's I remember bit... these tracks very well because I played this constantly. Yeah, so did I. Um, this one that I'm going to play is a bit of a forgotten gem. Mm. Um, Robbie Williams, in his pomp, was as good as they come. Yes. And the fact we saw him in the summer at the World Cup, he's always had a bit of a football thing going. He did a jazz album, actually. That Swing When You Win Him. Swing When You Win Him. <laughs> and it had um, Mr. Bojangles. And yeah. I used to listen to that all the time. It was like my first time I'd heard like a jazz song. I guess jazzers would be annoyed at that. <laughs> but I absolutely adored it. Yeah. He was another one of those people who he could span gender gap, generational gap, uh, anything. Just everyone liked Robbie Williams. Yeah. Top guy. Here is Knutsford's City Limits by the main man. You said I was northern scum I was wounded, baby There's fighting talk where I'm from and I'm not moving, baby Spent my life Dancing with shadows in strobe lights It's Baby, 
City limits there. I love that track. Yeah, I bloody love that track still. Grand, good finds. Where was this one? Was this uh, that was an Oxfam buy? That was Oxfam, was it? I was on the wrong side. I think so. Yeah. No, maybe it wasn't. I think it was Snoopy's Paradise. What am I on about? No. Yeah. Massive fucking. (laughs) Wicked. No, that was a good one. That's taking me down memory lane. That nice. Cool. Right, so I believe you're taking us out with your next pick, Harry. Yes, and I'm taking us out with my favourite find. Okay, this I'm excited. Was, it's one of those ones where, I mean, the the album cover itself is a bit balmy. Um, <laughs> very of its time, but also just kind of all over the place. Um, and it's one of them ones where you, you're flicking through, you see the name and you think, well, I'm going to get that. Because mm. it's, it's gold. Uh, even if it's not the biggest track or whatever, you're like, well, I've got to have this. Um, especially for I think this one was this one was a pound. 
Interesting. Mm. So the band UB40. Oh, now and, you're talking. Uh, the track is so here I am. Nice. Um, I wanted to end on a little bit of a a tune, and um, <laughs> I'm I'm really glad with all of my bites. I yeah. gotta say, and I yours. You've, well, you, we both. I think we've both done really well. Yeah. Considering all of that was bought for under a tenner. Yeah. Um, get out there and buy music, people. Yeah, there's some real gold out there. I mean, there's also some tripe. Oh, the amount of shite we had to <laughs> trawl through. <laughs> there's like there's there was just records from like Bill Johnny who just had some money and put out a few records once. Yeah, and it like, seems a shame, but like there is a certain point where you you look at some of these and you think no one is ever ever going to play that again like yeah let's just call it a day with that one <laughs> but they're all still there and they're all for sale some yeah i guess um there are people like djs and things do this stuff all the time and they especially people that are creating things with beats and like yeah. samples and stuff like that i'm sure just searching for it's anything. an absolute gold mine out there yeah just 20 quid could probably get you you know Lots of stuff. Um, <laughs> so let's let's I guess take us out with UB40, um, with so here I am. Perfect, nice one. Well, that was fun, Harry. It was very fun. Nice. We might do it again sometime. Let's do it again sometime. Cool. We'll see you next week, listeners. See you later. Bye.
Sick. <laughs>